Well, okay, here we are. We're back. We're back. Testing, testing. Dicks in my ass. Christmas or the winter holiday season if you are not a Christian whatever your religion is a winter holiday festival celebration anything notable well the bachelor started that's notable that is notable we watched a lot of tv in the months of November and December we stayed on the Hallmark channel for the entire month of November and December we did we stayed on the Hallmark Channel, but we also watched like some pretty good Netflix series. We did Outlander. We started Outlander. We started You. Was that in November? That feels like so fucking long ago. That was the beginning of December. Jesus. Yeah. That was the beginning of December. Wow, mm-hmm. that feels like it was. It was. It was. It, I mean, it, it technically was a while ago, but, but it feels like a lot. We longer. did binge watch season one of You in a weekend, which is not hard to do because we don't have boyfriends. I was going to say because the show's really good, but fine. You can just throw all of our business out there. <laughs> hey, we want to keep it honest, keep it real here. I feel like, I don't know. I was going to say, like, maybe we should explain why we haven't recorded, but I don't really think that's important. Why? I mean, we haven't because it was the holidays. Well, that and it's, I don't know. I mean, all the other four billion podcasts still circulate during the holidays. Yeah, but they're just all talking about the same shit over and over again. True. That's why we only record like once every couple of weeks just to make sure we keep it fresh and yeah. we're not like repeating ourselves repeating our, or if we are repeating ourselves, you're only getting it every like every couple, every weeks couple of weeks as opposed to six every times. Six days. Yep. No, I think that's fair. I would like to start recording more just. Well, we are going to have to start recording more because primary season is here. That was three minutes and 45 seconds in. Yeah. Well. Screaming. I've been keeping it in because we haven't recorded. I've needed to get it. It's just like my creative outlet, like my pottery. Patrick Swayze is behind me as I'm (laughs) recording this podcast. Ghost. He is a ghost because he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) So he could be behind you for real. Well, that's why I said Patrick Swayze, not his character, because I don't even know the fucking name of that guy. I don't remember what his name was in that movie. No. You in danger, girl. That is my Whoopi Goldberg for 2020. Thank you. Good night. I thought that was from Bring It On. When were any of them in danger? Oh, no. The line in Bring It On was... Is from Ghost? No. She says, you've been touched by an angel girl. Oh. (laughs) We can't keep any of that in there because that's 
cultural appropriation because I do believe that cultural appropriation is a thing and it should be addressed. It should. It's important. It is. It's stupid. Like fucking Tom Hanks' son and his affectation when he speaks. What? What? His son Chet. Or Chad, or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so he was at the Golden Globes because his dad got that award. Right. And he was speaking, like, in a Jamaican accent. No, like, he was not. Yeah. Really? Yes. Where was I? Because you and I watched the Golden Globes together. Well, because it was, like, on an interview he either did on the red carpet or they he posted a video of himself somewhere. Somewhere he was, doing that. He was speaking in a Jamaican accent. Yes. Did the internet just lose its collective shit? Yes. It's nonsense. Like, I don't know where that comes from. Well, they all do that. Lindsay Lohan has done it. She was, like, trying to have a Russian accent that one time they interviewed her. Yeah, that's different. That's so different. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, a whole other subset of, like, mental health issues that, like, allegedly have to go on with that. Renee Zellweger did the same thing, though, once. They, like, tried to catch her on camera, like, at a bar somewhere, and she was, like, trying to, like, talk to them in a British accent. Yeah, and she has, like, an actual, like, Texas accent because she's yeah. from... Yeah, but I remember when <laughs> Renee Zellweger did that. Wow. Yeah. They were, like, everyone was like, why is she speaking in a British accent? Britney Spears did that, too. She went into a gas station and was like, do you guys have a loo? I feel like Britney Spears falls into the same category as Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yeah, because this was, like, 2007. Yeah, that's when she literally, like... But that's neither here nor there. Can you believe that was 13 years ago? No. I don't want to believe that was 13 years ago. I was grounded whenever um, she, like, attacked that car with the umbrella and shaved her head. (laughs) That was the background on our computer for a really long time. I know. (laughs) I stand Britney Spears' shaved head. Everybody stands Britney Spears. Sometimes you just got to fucking start over. How is that? (laughs) That is not starting over. I (laughs) – Is it? Is it not? I don't know. I mean, think about, like, the amount of mental collapses that we've had. Imagine if that was, like, how we <laughs> started over. Was shaving our head? Shaving our head and then, like, attacking a car with an umbrella. I mean, I don't know. We've both been on a 72-hour lockdown, so I... I have not been on a 72-hour No, I mean, me and Britney Spears. Oh! <laughs> so... Yesterday at my small group meeting, everybody, like, talked about their therapist, which I thought was really neat. Yeah, like, that's like a total millennial thing. All like millennials love therapists. Like every single person either found a therapist, started seeing a therapist, or like has been going to one. Wow. Yeah, I was really impressed. I thought that was so neat. I'm not in tune enough with myself for that. Well, that's the point of going to a therapist is because you're not in tune with yourself. I don't know. I went to the mental health center once at UT. To talk to somebody, and she gave me a bunch of butterfly colorings that I was supposed to color in, and I was like... Like coloring pages? Yeah. And she talked to me with, like, the baby voice. That's weird. Yeah, it was all really weird. I saw a therapist for a while, for, like, years before I lost my health insurance, and she was really cool. I think that specific type of therapist wasn't for me. Well, no, it's something you have to, like... I need someone that's going to, like... Tell me I'm a piece of shit, but, like, make me feel better, you know? I don't want – she wanted to, like – Like, give you a hug with her words? Yeah. No, that's not really what they do. They don't give you advice, and they don't make you feel better. They make you think about, like, the choices that you make and why you make them. Right. And, but like, I how need, to cope with 
I guess so not necessarily making me feel like a piece of shit, but more along the lines of just like making you look at yourself. Yes. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. Now, some of them. I are want a not drill great. sergeant, but that's neither here nor there. It is here. It and is also there. over there and everywhere. Award season. I think that's important. Award season is important because we did watch the Golden Globes. We watched the Critics' Choice Awards. J Lo was robbed. We're gonna have an Oscars party. Was she robbed, or did we just come up with that ourselves? No, read, go online. It's all Bobby. I have been online since mm-hmm. like 2010. Right, I, but I like, haven't been offline. Go in like into like years. entertainment online. Okay. Because she got all the other nominations for every other. Like, set of awards. Set of awards. She got the SAG. She got the Golden Globe. There's, like, a whole list of them. The only one she didn't get was the British, the BAFTA, which makes sense because she's not British and she's not white, and they don't like Right. And then the Academy. That's weird. Yeah. That was the general consensus because people thought she was, like, the front runner, that she was going to win it. I remember you saying that for, like, a But now it's going to go to Laura Dern for playing a white lady. Cultural appropriation. No, I thought that that was, I mean, she got a lot of praise for that award or for that role she played in mm-hmm. Marriage Story. But it what I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was like an outstanding role. It's a white lady playing a divorce attorney. Like how bold. Right. That's yeah. That? It wasn't, it wasn't like groundbreaking. She was good and she was really funny, but it wasn't groundbreaking. I like Laura Dern, but yeah, I do too. But her character is kind of similar in Big Little Lies. Just like an uppity. Oh, I hated her character in Big Little Lies. Well, yeah, because she was the antagonist for a while. She was annoying. Yeah, like her and her. No, my boys wouldn't do that. Right. So politics. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. The Bachelor started two weeks ago. Yes. And it's already a hot mess. Well, everyone's crying already. It just, everything seems very forced, which sounds weird because it's the bachelor and it's like scripted reality but it seems super inauthentic like they're trying to make it very very dramatic like very quickly and there's no like slow introduction like i want to see like the girls form those friendships and get closer and then grow apart the way that they have to the way that that it's always done like girls were on there crying like the first episode so here's my experience with the bachelor and I have a theory about all of this. Okay. So typically on The Bachelor, those girls are crying day one. Right. Last season. They're crying because they're la- sad or they're crying because an intern was like, hey, but you better start crying. We're going to get you Well, I mean, the whole thing the is camera. phony. The whole thing is phony. But right. in particular with last season on The Bachelor, there wasn't a lot of drama between the girls. Mm-mm. They didn't fight. And none but of- it was a solid season. But none of them seemed broken up when they left. Right. That's not how the show works. You're supposed to be, like, falling all over yourself for this guy. Yes. And the other two girls that didn't get the last date, that didn't, they weren't devastated. And they made that very clear on Bachelor in Paradise. So I don't think that any of those girls actually liked Colton. Right. Because past seasons of The Bachelor are like this. This is what it looks like. They're just, like, fucking... Going at it. Yes. Like, the second they all walk like the, the room. And that's how all the guys were with Hannah. Yeah. But it wasn't like that It wasn't like Colton. that with Colton. Yeah, you're right, because Tasha started dating someone on Paradise, and so did Hannah. 
Yeah, and they were both like in love. And nobody cared about Colton. No. Nobody was like still crying over him. Well, and they both openly were like, yeah, that was like the worst kiss I've ever had. Well, yeah, because he was a virgin. Yes. Which they peddled the entire Higher season. season. But I don't know. I, he was weird. He was weird. But I'm not here for Pete either. I think Pete's also – I didn't think he was a good contender for Bachelor. Well, and I think that's like where your issues with these girls being all devastated is because he's not sexy. He's like a little tiny boy. Yeah, I mean, he just looks boyish to me. But I wanted to see somebody like Mike. Like, I wanted to see a man on there. Yeah. And even though Colton was weird, like, mm-hmm. he, there was still something about him that looked like a man. Pete doesn't look like a man Because to me. Pete's tiny. Because he's smaller. Colton was... Right. And wide. I'm not even into guys that look like Colton, and I wasn't into Colton. I just... No, Colton was also really boyish looking. And there was he something was boyish. particularly shiny about, about him. I wanted Mike to be The Bachelor. He made the most sense to me. Y'all aren't ready for that conversation. Uh, no, ABC isn't ready for that conversation. Nope. So I guess we could start talking about politics now. So a little background here. Okay. Just so the audience is aware of like where we are right now. This is primary season. What is primary season? So primary season is where the parties select their nominee to run for the presidency in the fall. So, so that's like super important because we need to pick a Democrat like right now. Yes, it is time. It is time for the voters to start choosing who the nominee is going to be. Right. We've been debating since last summer. Last summer. When was the, the first debate was like back in June? Yep. Yeah. So it's been almost a year. Mm-hmm. It's been nine months. We've had a baby. <laughs> who had a baby? The Democratic Party. America. No, the Democratic Party has not had a baby yet. And they don't have a nominee Because either. we support abortion and we don't like babies. <laughs> so right, we're, right now we're about to kick off like a really insane. Couple of months. Couple of, from now until November. November. Starting February 3rd is the Iowa caucus and we'll get to that at the end or not at the end later. But right. it's time. And lots of shit's happening because not only is that happening. We are about to impeach or we impeach the president. So he 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 has been impeached. He has been impeached. He okay. got impeached in the middle of December. We'll cover that momentarily. Yeah. So that's also happening. Jennifer Lopez was robbed. Of Jennifer an Oscar. Lopez was robbed from the Oscars. It's a really emotional time for all of us. And we're like going to go to war. We're going to war. No, that kind of like that went away. Like fizzled out. Instagram got bored of posting yeah, World War III about the war memes. memes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know shit about Iran, and I don't think Iran knows shit about Iran either. Like, no <laughs> one knows what's happening over there. So, it kind of sounds like a mess, but it is a hot mess. We may need to educate ourselves for the sake of our viewers. Oh yeah, listeners, absolutely. audience, audience. No one likes war. Unless. Nobody in their right mind likes war. No. And I think, I think. Rich politicians like war. I have like a really weird. Somebody said that at the debate. It was either Amy or Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I I want to say Elizabeth Warren that no one in their right mind wants to go to war. I think people that aren't in their right mind want to go to war. Stand war. Yeah. So. I mean, it depends because that used to be that was the prevailing view for a really long time that we had to be out there on the offense mm-hmm. 
so we didn't have to be on the defense. So the world didn't have to be on the defense. So we could keep the world safer. We're the world's policemen. That view is starting to kind of. They're starting to pull back a little bit. Yeah. People aren't like as into that as they used to be. Because that was a very Cold War. I mean, that's where that came from. Did it work? I mean, in that time, yeah. We didn't have nuclear war. Right. We haven't had World War Three, But. But I always think about World War One and World War Two being so close together mm-hmm. that, well, like that, if if I were alive like during that time period, that would have scared the absolute shit out of me. Well, like, the, I would have thought that that would be the end. Like we're having this many world wars, like mm-hmm. in the same century, like in the same couple of decades. Like that's really scary. Well, people weren't particularly surprised that World War Two happened because World War One didn't solve anything. Right. Everything, all the the end result of World War One like directly led to world war ii like it it was still a really tense uncomfortable time those 20 years in between the well two yeah because then it was the great depression well yes there was that but even like in europe the politics and mm-hmm. they knew like it was gonna come eventually yeah so what would world war three look like now? uh probably about 15 seconds and ending with all of us dead because of the nuclears yeah because we would just have you seen american horror story apocalypse yes so that really yeah that's a little terrifying yeah i mean maybe i don't know i'm assuming i mean we could literally destroy the world in like 10 seconds with the amount of nuclear weapons that we all have do we all have nuclear weapons i'm sure i know we do You've never heard of mutually assured destruction? No. It was kind of like a concept during the Cold War that, like, you nuke us, we'll nuke you. Well, then we'll nuke you back. So we're just going to keep nuking the shit out of each other until there's nothing left. When was the Cold War? Was that the 90s? The Cold War was from after World War II until the 90s. Until the fall er, of the the Soviet Soviet Union. Union. Okay. I I'm really bad at history. <laughs> so let's start with impeachment. Okay. Cuz I think that's going to determine like where we go as far as how the debate went, but then also like what's going to go forward with mm-hmm. the Iowa caucus. Yeah, cuz the debate's going to lead into the So primary. Trump was impeached. Trump was impeached back in December. Yes, he was. Can you walk us through that process a little bit? Why they impeached him or what the impeachment process actually looked like? Um, I guess why they impeached him, but then, like, what it looked like as far as, like, like what it looked like specifically for Trump. Okay. Like, how long it took. What did they say? Okay. So, they, the House of Representatives impeached Donald Trump because of allegations from a whistleblower that he was withholding funds to the Ukrainian To military. the Ukrainian, yes. And I think we talked about We've this. We've talked about that before, so that's why I wanted to clarify. Yeah, we but talked we still, about you know, it. Good refresh. Well, yeah. In case you haven't heard about it on the fucking news in the last... I could name like four or five people off the top of my head that would be like, what? Yeah, and I know exactly <laughs> who they are, and you know exactly who, who the fuck you are. You are. <laughs> so yeah, the Ukrainian fucking phone call. That's what we're going to call it. The Ukrainian phone call? The Ukrainian fucking phone call. Okay. (laughs) So, House of Representatives gets wind of this. They 
Nancy Pelosi directs them to launch an investigation. An impeachment inquiry is what she calls it. And Nancy Pelosi is the House Majority Leader. No. Okay. She is the Speaker of the House of Representatives. How long has she been Speaker of the House? So she was, initially, she was Speaker of the House from 2007 to 2011. And then the Democrats lost the majority Mm -hmm. in the House of Representatives. So she was the House Minority Leader from 2011 until the beginning of 2019 when the Democrats took back the House of Representatives and she was re-elected Speaker. Okay. The Speaker is always the leader of the majority party in Congress. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the number two person is going to be the House Majority Leader. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I can't believe that hasn't come up in like the 15 episodes we've recorded. Well, because we've never talked about the House Majority Leader. We've talked about the House Minority Leader and how he eats ass and he's going to end up Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) He's going to get polio. He's going to get polio. (laughs) Um, Okay, so back to Nancy Pelosi. Back to life. So Nancy Pelosi goes on TV, Mm -hmm. has on a blue dress, full drag queen makeup. That is not true. Yes, it is. When you look at the look at the pictures of her announcement, you'll be like, okay, okay, full beat, full beat. Wig is yeah set. Got the banana mouth going. Oh my gosh! Dentures. She smoked a bunch of weed beforehand. Oh my god! Be really dry. Her fucking dentures are like on her tongue. Oh, (laughs) and she says that she wants. The House of Representatives to launch an investigation, an impeachment inquiry to determine whether he committed an impeachable offense. Now, she was like not standing impeachment. No, she wasn't. She was for really, a really long for, time. Yes. She Which, was waiting for something, for the right thing. Right. If it was ever going to happen. We had talked about this quite a bit where she was like, let's just focus on the election. Let's not. Because she, everyone started talking about impeachment with the Mueller report. Yeah. And she was like, no. And she was not about it. No. But she was about the whole Ukraine situation. She thought that that was an impeachable offense. She, yeah, she took, she was like, okay. Okay, we got it. This is you it. We got him. We're going to try to get him. Or yeah. this is what you guys fucking, I see, and that's the thing. I don't know if it's a that, like, uh, we got him. Or if she's like, all right, fine. This is what you fuckers wanted. Well, we're yeah. going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. But I don't think she would do that because she did not want to do that. Well, and I think she was right to hold off with the Mueller report. Oh, absolutely. Because that, I don't want to say it was a waste of time, but it was kind of a waste of time. Well, it was inconclusive. Right. And then he pussied out. But nothing like, came of it. And, like, nobody's even talking a, about it anymore. No. Well, because this happened. Yeah. But we also, just as, like, a collective society, have such a short attention span. Oh, yeah. Which is why my next initial thought is that Pelosi knew, knows that as well. Right. And that we're going to forget all about this. And that we're going to forget all about this. But then, and we'll talk about this a little bit later with impeachment, she held on to the articles and didn't deliver them to the Senate for a really long time. But we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. They investigate for like two fucking months. And there's like all these fights that happen And this is back November, December? This is September, October, November. Okay. So they're investigating for fucking ever. And in this time, the Republicans are bitching because the Democrats haven't voted to have an impeachment inquiry. So then they do that, but then they're not fucking happy about that either. So Because everybody voted for it, I'm sure. Well, the, all the Democrats voted yes, and all the Republicans voted no. So All the Republicans? Yes. Every single one? Every single one. So then they're calling all these witnesses, and the witnesses are like, ah! 
Bastard. Trump. Austin Powers, Baja. Aye <laughs> for Scotland. So yeah, they do that for like two fucking months. And then boom, bam. The House of Representatives vote to impeach him on two articles. So there's two counts. It's like impeachment's like you're getting indicted. Mm-hmm. So he got impeached on abuse of office and for withholding the funds for to withholding Ukraine. the funds to Ukraine and then obstruction of the Congress because he wouldn't participate in any of the debates or not any of the debates, any of the impeachment. And they invited him to. They said you could bring a lawyer. You can come. Yeah, fucking you can, you're Ivanka like a part can come if you want for support. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. So he didn't testify. No, he didn't participate at all. No, and didn't let and a lot of people and forbade a lot of people. Forbode, forbade, forbode. Forbidden. Forbidden love. A lot of people from testifying, like the Secretary of State, um, the ex National Security Advisor. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's not good. It's not like it's great. not a good thing. Yep. So. That, ha- that was December. They voted to impeach him on two different articles. Normally, and this has only happened three times in the United States history that they've had to do this. Right. There's like this weird thing that happens where the House has to name impeachment managers. And what they do is they're like the prosecutors and they're in charge of arguing the case in front of the Senate. Right. So they have this weird ceremony where they all walk together with the articles of impeachment and deliver them to the Senate. It's like a secret ceremony. It, it's Well, they showed it on C-SPAN yesterday. Really? And it, it's literally like five minutes of the impeachment managers just fucking walking through the Capitol into the Senate building, holding all the documents. That's odd. It was, but it was cool because they were all like quiet and just walking in like solemn silence, like holding the articles. What were they wearing? Were they wearing regular clothes? They were jeans and t-shirts. Really? Cool, comfort, casual. No. They were like <laughs> they business They were like attire. business clothes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if they had to be in some sort of regalia. We don't do that here. Really? No. If it was the United Kingdom, probably. They pro- yeah, they'd be like in, in full-on uniform. Well, their lawyers still wear, or their judges still wear the fucking wigs. Really? Yeah. I was reading something about Canada the other day, and they called like their... Um, I guess, like, their government attorneys, attorneys of the crown. Yeah, because Canada has a queen. I didn't know that. And her name is Elizabeth II. Canada has a queen? Yeah. It's Queen Elizabeth, like the queen of England Mm -hmm. or the UK. She's also the queen of Canada and Australia because they used to be – Oh. Right. Part of the United Kingdom. They're not anymore. They're their own independent countries, but they still recognize her as their queen. Right. She's also queen of the Bahamas. Where's the Bahamas? Like, where is it geographically? In the Caribbean. Why is she queen of the Bahamas? Because that was one of the, I, I don't know, territory that they had at the time. She's also queen of Belize. Okay. So what now? He's impeached. What does that mean, like, going forward? They have to hold a trial in the Senate. So then the trial determines whether or not he can still be president for the next, like, 10 months? Yes. How long will the trial take? When will it be? So, and this is where I was talking about the withholding of the articles. So, 
the Senate has already made it very clear that they're not going to convict him on either of these articles. Like, it's probably not going to happen. Why? Because. So why would they impeach him mm-hmm. because of these articles, mm-hmm. but then not convict him? There are so many different, like, ways you can answer that question. Because you could say it's all partisan. The Democrats just want to please their voters, and the Republicans just want to please their voters. Mm-hmm. You can make the argument that both parties feel really strongly about their position. Mm-hmm. You can make the argument that the Democrats are being partisan and the Republicans aren't. You can make the argument the that other the way. The Republicans are being partisan. My per- This is my personal opinion. Even though you know the Senate is not going to convict him on this, you know it's not going to happen, I still firmly believe in our frame of government. Mm-hmm. And if the House of Representatives firmly believes that he has abused his, o- abused his oath of office, then that process should be followed. It doesn't matter the outcome in the Senate necessarily. It still needs to Unless be Unless they're like trying to get him on something really fucking crazy. Right. I don't personally know whether or not this is an impeachable offense. I don't know to make an argument either way because you can, can make the argument a hundred In a million different ways. In a million different ways. It has to be presented. And I think it should. I think it's a good question. Mm-hmm. But if we ignore the process with the idea, well, it doesn't matter because he's not going to get convicted anyway – then we lose that ability to have the House of Representatives hold a president accountable. Which and it could cause problems later. We've talked about that, about the... Um, the process is there for a reason. Right. And even though you know the outcome isn't going to be, you know, oh, he's going to get kicked out, so what? He still needs to be held accountable. There still needs... The question still needs to be answered. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And we've talked about that before, about, like, the sacredness of our democracy and yes the constitution and all of that together and how like we need to pursue impeachment just in general yeah investigate the shit out of them i don't care yeah i wouldn't have cared if they invested i mean they investigated the shit out of obama they got other stuff done too they can walk get chew fucking gum at the same same time time. but we'll talk about joe in a second (laughs) we will talk about joe yeah joe you will be dragged the Senate now – okay, so the withholding of the articles. I'm sorry. So the Democrats are supposed to do this, like, immediately, I guess. Like, when you impeach the president, you're supposed to immediately deliver the articles. So when would they have needed to do that? I don't fucking know. But because the Senate has indicated that they're not going to be partial and they're not taking the process seriously and that they were, gonna, they were trying to say that they weren't going to call any witnesses and they were just going to have a clean vote on it, yes or no, and so Nancy wouldn't deliver them. And they can't do anything without them doing that. Right. For whatever fucking reason. Why did she withhold them? To force a trial. To force an actual trial. To force them to actually call witnesses. and. That's smart. It is and it isn't. No one knows how successful this it will tactic be. It will be. Whatever. Except a bunch of fucking evidence came out yesterday. About what? About like some calls that Giuliani was having with. These two guys that got arrested, Lev Parnas, and I don't remember the other guy's name. Rudy Giuliani has, like, really taken, like, a crazy turn. Yeah, he's lost his shit. I think I've told you this theory on here before as well. About, like, older men. 
and like when they're out of position of power Mm -hmm. they either lose their minds or die yeah well he's definitely doing the former yeah that's like fucking bill clinton and like on the jeffrey epstein plane like that's whoa (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) so we all know that the clintons were up to no good no but like how does that relate to because it's a man in a position of power that lost his shit after he wasn't in power anymore and got up to shady weird shit I thought he was still in power. I thought this was like a long time ago. What? The Epstein plane? Yeah. This is like 2001. He was out of oh, he was 2002. Out of- yeah. Oh. Well, that's, I don't know. It's still relatively close to when he was in power. Right, but he wasn't in power anymore. Right. And that was like the moment where he went from having power to having nothing. Right. Well, that's totally But nothing. I feel like he would have been on that plane regardless. I mean, probably. <laughs> it is Bill. Yeah, but. Still, still. I can't believe how quickly we stopped talking about that. Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. Because he killed himself. No, he didn't. No, he, I mean, quotations and winks. Quotations, yeah. Wink, wink, he killed himself. Wink, wink. I think the title of our last episode was Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. No, he didn't. Everybody knows he didn't. Everybody knows he didn't. But it just, it's interesting to me, like, like I said before, like how quickly we stop talking about something and like move on to the next thing. Or I think it's funny that like how like the powers that be have not convinced anybody that this guy that killed this himself. guy killed himself. Like, like whoever killed him and wanted him to think, like we know that he didn't kill himself. There's yeah. not a single person out there that is like, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein did it. He did do it. He yeah. did kill himself. No. No. <laughs> no, not a single soul. Not a single soul. Jeffrey Epstein is in hell. Like, mm-hmm, I know that's right. <laughs> so now, as far as impeachment, we're just waiting for a trial. Yep, and it's like really cute because the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court comes over and sits and presides over the Senate. He's like in charge, and the prosecution like makes their case, and then his he has attorneys that make their case and cry, and then they vote. And it requires two-thirds majority of the Senate to convict. Okay, so what does that look like? 67 senators have to vote yes. How many senators are there? A hundred. Two for each state? Yes. 67 senators have to vote yes. Mm-hmm. Which means you need, like, 30 Republicans. <laughs> Which is not going to happen. Which is no. Not, not, not going to happen. No. But we have to do it anyway. But we have to do it anyway. And it would be super humiliating to him if he's been, like, Two or three Republicans voted yes. Right. Which they will. I believe at least I know. I don't think they will. I I think think it's going to be a full on. I thought a couple of representatives would at least like fly over to the other side, especially ones that are in tight districts. But no, they didn't. Really? No. It was three Democrats. One Democrat switched parties and became a Republican. How the fuck do you do that? Like, what could they say to you for you to be like, yeah, come over. Come over here. Come on this side. So, who do I make this check out to? Yeah. When is this trial going to allegedly happen? They were sworn in today. Oh. So, it starts, I believe, on Tuesday. Is this something we can watch on CNN? I think so, yeah. I'm sure. You can even, like, if you're, like, really that into it, you can go on C-SPAN, and they'll have, like, the whole day recorded, so you can, like, jump through and, like, look at different portions of it. Is it going to interrupt daytime TV? Probably. For, like, the whole week? 
Probably. Hmm. The impeachment, the, there were a couple days where they, yeah, maybe not the whole week, like maybe like a Tuesday and a Thursday. So the Young and the Restless will be on at like two in the morning. Okay. Yeah, that's really what I'm most concerned about <laughs> is like whether or not it's going to interrupt like the daytime talk shows and the soaps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we won't get to see Megan McCain. I haven't even watched that show. I haven't watched it either. He's giving me gray hairs. I'm kind of just ready for there to be like a new president. Well. So that so I can start watching The View again. The good news is that it is primary season. season. I'm so excited. I know. Primary season is really stressful just so you guys know. Well, I think this would be a good segue into the Iowa caucus. It is. Which is where this is where we're going. Oh. We're going to Iowa. We're going to Iowa. So, what is a caucus? Cock. <laughs> With us. Get off Grinder. Why are you on Grinder right now? Oh my God. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> hey, I don't put all my business out there. Okay, the Iowa caucus. <laughs> the, well, you've you probably caught. seen a lot of Iowa caucuses. Not enough. On that Grinder app. <laughs> Y'all are jealous. Did you see my ex boyfriend on there? Oh, we ain't ready for that. You guys aren't ready for that conversation. Okay, so the Iowa caucus. So for those who don't know, during the primary season, which is what I call it. That's not like it's not called anything. I call it the primary season because it's. Oh, that's just something you came up with on your own. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Primary season. There are primaries and caucuses. Some states have primaries. Some states have caucuses. Okay, what's a primary? A primary is when you go and you say, I want this person to be the Democrat. You just go and vote for a person. I did that. Yes, that's easy. Texas has a prime. It's called the Texas two It's really fucking confusing. But there's a primary in Texas, right? Cool. Iowa is a caucus state. Caucuses, everybody goes to, like, their local place. It's like a polling location, not necessarily a polling location, but it's like a community precinct and they all fucking scream at each other until they fucking select a candidate. And that's and there's like a thousand million precincts around Iowa and then each one votes. So there's a thousand million precincts in Iowa. Do all the candidates have to be there? No, the candidates are at home or not at home. Yeah, I'm watching (laughs) watching Wendy. No. (laughs) Hot topics. No, they're uh, like holding their campaign rally and like. So who was at the precincts during this Iowa caucus? Remember, people, voters, whoever would want to vote in the primary if there was one. You just go to a meeting at seven o'clock instead of going to a polling location throughout the day. Okay, I see. So you just go to like the little. It's like a town hall meeting, but it all there's like a bunch of them all happening at once throughout the state. But I'm sure there's like, are there like campaign representatives there? No. So who's there? It's just like me and you and your mom. It's voters. And we all start talking to each other. You the precinct they vote. Everybody votes. In the precinct. Okay. For a candidate. And they keep voting until they have one left. That really makes no sense to me. <laughs> it's, re- it's really confusing. Okay. So you have all the candidates. So everyone casts a vote for a candidate. If their candidate doesn't reach 15%, their candidate falls away. And they have to go to their next choice. And they okay. keep doing that until they get down to one person. So you have to stay there? Yeah, 
Okay. But even why that's like they, why why I why do they do that? Because they a lot of like people can't do you, that. What you say like primary season like starts with the Iowa caucus, doesn't it? Yep. But Iowa doesn't have a primary. That's yeah. Mm. It's a really messy system. Yeah, I'm not following at all. Well, the re all of the reasoning for this is the Constitution doesn't establish political parties, right? Political parties happen because that's just the way our system functions. Our system creates a two-party system. It just does. The Constitution, there's no legal framework for it, but that's just how it happens. Right. So we have a two-party system. The founders didn't anticipate that, so there's no framework for how to select a person from each party. A person from each party. So before so somebody just came up with these ideas. Yes. It's been so before it would be like all the party bosses, like all like the only like the elite got to choose who would be the nominee and then everybody could fucking vote. Right. And then they started coming up with the primary type situation. And that's how we kind of ended up where we are now. So there's a chapter in Alice in Wonderland called the caucus race. Okay. And it's like very similar to that. We're like. It's just absolute chaos, and then, like, a winner is somehow selected. There you go. Yeah. That's what I always think about. It's really stupid. So why is – because you say, okay, there's not a primary in Iowa. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't the caucus just be the primary? Yes, but it's called a caucus. But it's called a caucus. Mm -hmm. Because you vote, but then you have to stay there until there's one person left. Until they select a winner, yeah. And are, that just sounds really confusing. It's a hard concept to understand, and it confuses most people. I'm not even explaining it super well because it kind of confuses me. And this is only in Iowa. No, there's some states have primaries. Most states have primaries, but there are some that have caucuses. Nevada, Nevada, Nevada has a caucus. Okay. Washington has a caucus and a primary. So how come someone doesn't just decide, hey, why don't we just have all 50 states have primaries? Because elections are governed by the state, or not even the state. I don't know who has authority over that, but it's not the federal government. And why is the Iowa caucus so important? Because it's the first one. The very first one. It's the first one. When is it? You said February? February 3rd. And it's always not, it's always first. So what is, like, do we see it on TV? We'll see the the results. The results, yeah. When is the Texas primary? Let's look. March third. Yep, and then New Hampshire is the next week, and New Hampshire is the first primary. New Hampshire is the first primary. Yes. Okay. So. But you'll see after the Iowa caucus, you'll see like some of the bottom candidates, like probably Amy. Probably Yang. Probably. Andrew Yang is still a candidate. Okay. Bookmark that real quick because we haven't talked about who's still left. Okay. I have that here. Hold on. We need to talk about who's still left in the. In the race. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So it's Michael Bennett. I didn't know he was still there. I didn't know he was there either. Joe Biden. Okay. Michael Bloomberg. He's the billionaire. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. John Delaney's still there. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Tulsi Gabbard. 
Amy Klobuchar, Deval Patrick. I've never heard of him. Who is that? He was governor of Massachusetts. When did he? In November. Okay. Why? Nobody knows. I was Because we didn't even record. And I think we recorded at the beginning of November. So it was after. after. Yeah. Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. Tom Steyer, Elizabeth Warren, and Andrew Yang. How many candidates is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So we still have twelve candidates. Twelve candidates. That's better than twenty-one. And you'll see, like Michael Bennett, John Delaney, those two, hopefully Tulsi Gabbard, Amy Deval Patrick. Well, he's not even going to be in Iowa, I don't think. I can't think of a single person that has talked about anybody besides Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Yep. And that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be one of those two. I I think it's going to be Joe. I still think it's going to be Joe. I still think it's going to be Joe as well. But I think Bernie might win the Iowa. You think he'll win Iowa? He might. Okay, so Iowa starts in February. Iowa is February 3rd, yeah. And then each state has their own primary and or caucus. Throughout the following week. But some Throughout of them the all, following week. Some of them all take place on the same day. And this is also important. Let's look at this because there are some really important dates. Mm-hmm. So February 11th is New Hampshire. And then there's nothing until February 22nd with Nevada. Now, another really big one that happens as well is South Carolina. And South Carolina is really significant. When is it? February 29th. South Carolina is a really significant primary because Why it's the that? first one that has a really large population of African American voters. South Carolina is super important. Okay. I'm going to put some of this in the show notes too. Okay. Some of these dates. And this, we can watch coverage of this on like. MSNBC, CNN, whatever, on these dates, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. March 3rd, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. That is what they call Super Tuesday. Yeah. That is the day of the Texas primary. Okay. And that is also the day of the California primary. Oh. Those are two very big states. Virginia. North Carolina, Minnesota, Massachusetts, Maine, and Colorado. And then small states like Utah and Vermont. So I named all of them. Oh, and Tennessee. There's 15 states on that day. Wow. That's a huge – okay. little background here with this process as well. And this is kind of delving into the nitty-gritty, but it's still important for mm-hmm. this process, for this these purposes. Delegates. Delegates, delegates, delegates. <laughs> super delegates. Remember the super delegates, guys? I know <laughs> everybody remembers the fucking super delegates. Super delegates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what determines the winner of a primary is the number of de- delegates that they win in each state. Don't ask me what a delegate is, because I don't fucking know. 
Just think of it as points. Don't you dare fucking ask me what a delegate is. Think of it as points. Think of them as points. Okay? So, depending on your vote share, or in some states, it could be, like, completely winner-take-all, is the number of delegates you're going to get. So, if you get the most amount of votes, you get the most amount of delegates. Mm -hmm. Or in some states, if you get the most amount of votes, you get all the fucking delegates. The magic number is a really bizarre number. It's like 2,200 and something. Okay. You have to get that number of delegates to win the primary. So one vote is like a certain number of delegates? Not necessarily. It's each state has a certain number of delegates that they have. Right. Based on population. Okay. Or not, it's not based on population. Each state has a certain number of delegates. And depending on how many votes you get, what percentage of votes you get, that's the percentage of delegates you can get. So you have to get the most number of delegates to win. Okay. Mm-hmm. March 3rd, there's 1,345 delegates up for grabs. Okay. You need 2,200 and something. So that's a big night because California is going to have a fat number of delegates. Texas. You said there's 15 on that day? 15 primaries on that day. And each state has a different number of delegates? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who came up with this? I have. This all it, trial and error. This just, like, doesn't make me feel like people understand what's happening. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, we're trying to explain it the best we can – and even we're having a hard time, like, understanding and describing. It's, like... It's a bizarre system. It it's is. It's a super bizarre system. And then, like, peop- that's why people feel like their vote doesn't matter and why they don't vote. Because mm-hmm. all of this shit, none of this makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, why even bother? Yeah. Because you're, like, what? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is a delegate? Yeah. But that doesn't matter to a voter, necessarily. No, it doesn't. You just go and vote for whoever you think should it should be. Right. And then... Right. But... For the primaries, it's important because you're going to hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. And that was something – that was a big fight in the 2016 primaries was, well, Hillary Clinton has all of these delegates, so why are we still fucking doing this? Right. Like, she had probably hit the amount before it was even over. Oh, yeah. She had hit the amount. So, yeah. Why would you even need a primary anymore? Because Bernie Sanders wanted to keep going. I can see see an argument either way. I mean – it's like the impeachment thing. Right. Like, follow the process. Follow the process. Do it properly. Mm-hmm. Abs- that's why I said I could see it going either way. Yeah. I don't uh, have a – I have a strong argument for both sides. So, February and March is when all of these caucuses and primaries take place. It's February until June. But the big – The the important states. Yeah. Are February and March. Mm-hmm. And then April, May, and June, there's still some going on. And then we have a candidate when – Hopefully, we'll know by, like, April. Hopefully. I was going to say, now, will we have, like, a 90% chance idea of who it's going to be before June? Before all the primaries We should, because I'm thinking back to 2016. Mm -hmm. By the middle to end of March, we knew Hillary Clinton was going to be the nominee. Right. But the... 
primary process was still really strenuous and it was still like i remember being like oh my god like is this guy gonna fucking beat her but at the end of the day just looking at it from like a purely numbers mathematical logistical standpoint perspective. logistical perspective there was no way that he was going to catch up to her right it just wasn't going to happen even with the votes that hadn't already happened yet like there he mathematically did not have a pound right so so you think that will happen again i think that will happen again but i don't know if we'll see like it for what it is or right. if we'll still be like oh who's it gonna be right. just to like cause self-drama i don't think that it's gonna be that close like i like i think at some point everyone's just gonna be like all right fuck it biden that's what i think Mm -hmm. but it'll be really stressful to see him lose in iowa and then potentially lose in new hampshire and nevada because then he would have to wait to the fourth part because he's still really popular with black voters right so it would be really stressful to sit and wait until South Carolina, which is four weeks into the process. Right. Why is he so popular with black voters? I don't know. I can't answer that. It's an interesting question. It is a very interesting question. Because they know him. They know of him. They're familiar. Because of him being vice president for Obama, you think? Yeah. They don't buy into the Bernie Sanders bullshit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think solely because he was... Obama's vice president, I think, mm-hmm. would put him in a good light with a lot of different populations. Yes and no, because he's also coming across as really old and tired and... Right. Yes. I think our generation is noticing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that other populations Well, no, because older voters are more comfortable with him than like Bernie Sanders or... Because mm-hmm. there's something about him that still seems like... Like, <sighs> like, I want to say conservative, but I don't mean conservative as in Republican. No, conservative as in his... His demeanor. Yes. And, like, him being, like... And there's a familiarity there. Yeah. And there's a comfort there. Because there is. you know he's not fucking crazy. He's just old. Right. Maybe that's what we need. I don't know. I'm voting for Joe. I mean, yeah, we're going to vote for whoever the Democrat is. Yeah. I, yes, I will. <laughs> I really don't want to have to cast my ballot for Bernie Sanders. I don't Sanders think I would vote for Bernie Sanders. You, you don't what? I don't think I would vote for Bernie Sanders. You would Sanders. have, you know. No, 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 no. I wouldn't want to vote for Bernie Sanders. I wouldn't want to either, but I wouldn't want Donald Trump to be president either. Right. If right. I had the choice, right. I would pick Bernie Sanders over Donald Trump any day. I would be the first one fucking out there with my right. political revolution yeah. hat or whatever the fuck those people wear. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the uniform is for the dress up like french peasants that was interesting what this iowa caucus it's a mess you said other states have these things yeah they do how many other states have a caucus i don't know i couldn't tell you off the top of my head i'm pretty sure utah has a caucus uh nevada wyoming okay I just feel like everybody needs to have a primary. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't. Ugh. So in the meantime, what do we do politically? We wait for the trial, the impeachment trial. Yeah. And we watch debates. And we watch debates. 
So there was a debate on Tuesday? Yes. That we just watched? Everyone's tired. They're all tired. I'm tired. I'm pretty sure they gave everybody fucking like tryptophan. Colonophans? Yeah. <laughs> they were all like, ugh. I think it's – I remember there being like a lot of like – I don't even know what the word is. That Passion. very first debate we watched yeah, when was, Sarah came over. Yeah, and everyone was like, hur, hur. Yeah, everyone was like super aggressive and like super into it. Well, because they've been doing this forever. They're tired. They want to go home. Well, that's what I mean. It's like I'm also tired. Like yeah. we sit and watch these things, but it's like the same thing over yeah, and over. It's just the same shit. Because we've been watching it since June. Mm-hmm. So. And there's still more debates. There's debates throughout the primaries. I don't understand why necessarily because they keep asking the same questions just like in different ways. Like mm-hmm. we're still talking about Medicare for all. We're still talking about immigration. We're still talking about um, accepting money from PACs and things like that. Yeah. Like this, the debates are all about the same questions. Yes. I guess they just have to occur in different states so everyone can So the the, the uh, they can six- see them. Hundred people that are in the audience in that state can see can the candidate. Can see them argue the same thing. I don't know. I get why they. I don't know. Do we sound un-American right now? It's not that we sound un-American. It's because we're the only country in the world that has an election process that's like five fucking years long. Mm-hmm. Like you go to Canada, it is forty days. You go to the UK, it is like forty days. Yeah. Here, it starts a year and a half before the election. Because we started in June. Of 2019. Of 2019. People started announcing their candidacies in April and March yeah. and February of 2019. That is almost two years. Years in advance. In advance. Yeah, That is how right. long we have been doing, that this has been going on. Well, and I think in terms of, like, a president being the president for four years, like, it cuts into their presidency. Now, we don't necessarily care about this one. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it was a president that, like, I actually liked. Well, I don't remember Ob- it cutting much into Obama's presidency because there wasn't a long primary process. That's the problem. Is, so is that why it started so early? Well, that's why it started so early because it's a primary. And 300 people decided they wanted to run for president? Well, no, because in 2012, the Republicans started in March. Or not uh, in March and April, May and June. Mm-hmm of 2011 okay so that's just how it happens that's just how it happens because the primary season is so long i guess but those primaries did and it's months Mm -hmm. of primaries i remember because i remember voting for hillary in the primary in march and then like months later i'm like back there voting again and i was like i feel like this has been going on for a really long time you wouldn't have voted twice. Well, I voted for her in the primary, but then I had to vote for her for president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just like from the time I voted for her in the primary to then voting for her for president. Yeah. Felt like a really long time. Yeah. It was nine months. Yes. You could have had a baby. I could have. You could have literally carried a child to term. Yes. In that time period. Thank God that we didn't. There's no we, bitch. <laughs> Thank God that I didn't. Yeah, it's too long. It's too long of a process. Everybody knows that. It's exhausting. Yeah. But we love it. But the president doesn't have to go through that if they're running for re-election. There's no primary for them. No, he just comes out whenever there's Uh, an opposing candidate. Yep. 
Which is fine. He can just spend his time attacking all of them at once. On Twitter. um, Or, yeah. Which is fine. I don't need to see or, like, hear from him. No, I hate this. At this point. It's awful. I'm enjoying this process, despite the fact that it's long and kind of tiring. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying watching. Yeah, but I think it's detrimental. Because at the end of it, we're so fucking tired of it that we hate these people. Oh, yeah. We hate them. And we, like, don't want to do this anymore. No. We just want it to be over with. Yeah. I agree. And then elections start two years later for the midterms. Oh, God. There are technically two Republicans running against Trump in the primaries. Really? For the Republicans, but they don't matter. Who are they? Bill Weld. No, not Bill Weld. I know one of them is Joe Wall. She was a congressman from Illinois. Let me see the other one. Oh, no. It, he is. It is Bill Weld. I was correct. He was a governor of Massachusetts. Bill Weld and who else? Joe Walsh. Why are we not talking about them? I haven't even heard about them. Because that's not they're not serious candidacies. Because the party's not going to allow them to run. Them to run like a substantial campaign against the elected president of the United States that's currently of their party. Yeah. So why would they? Why because they hate Donald Trump. But they're Republicans? Yeah. Just because you're Republican doesn't mean you like Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. But I haven't really come across many Republicans that were like. Ew. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Just like what we talked about earlier with the Senate, how none of them are going to vote against him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it depends. People aren't necessarily vocal about their politics the way like we are. Right. The way our generation is. Oh, ours is super. Maria today, I walked in her office and she was like, so are you a Democrat or a Republican? <laughs> I was like, ma'am, <laughs> like I will tell you, but we don't need to like announce it to the entire office building. Right. But yeah, she had like no qualms about asking me like what my political yeah, views were. And then ju- also like what I was passionate about. She's like, so like, what are some issues that you care about? Mm-hmm. She's like, so what do you like agree with and don't agree with? I was like, why? <laughs> like, why are we talking about this right now? She wants to get to know you. Oh, I mean, I told her every single thing. Yeah. I love talking about myself. I do, too. But her office is right across from Tyler's mm-hmm. and right next to Pam. So I don't necessarily want. Have you told her about this podcast? Yeah. Okay. So she's going to know that we're talking about her on the podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I've talked. I talked to her about it. I I told her where to find it. And Let's talk about the debate we watched. The debate we watched was really boring. There was no, there's really not much to talk about there, which is why I'm really glad that we took as long as we did on the other two topics. Right. So there was Bernie Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Amy, and Tom Steyer. That was it. With his Scotland tie. Who? Tom Steyer. He's from Scotland? No, he's not from Scotland, but he had on like a fucking, like his tie looked like a kilt. Oh, that's right. I just want to watch Outlander. Oh, so bad. (laughs) We can start watching season two they combined season i want to say season five is like books five and six okay which makes sense because there's nine books and i don't know if they're going to be able to continue to make the show for another four years yeah because i mean they age well they age but then like they started in 2014 it's 2020 right so like Who's going to be watching this show for 10 years, waiting a year in between each season? That's a long time. It's not like Friends, right. where it's only 30 minutes of your life. The show right. is long. Oh, yeah. I just, I pulled out some highlights from the debate. 
because like we said, it's like they're arguing about the same things. They're just forming questions in different ways. Bernie had a super cool response to why are you best prepared to be commander in chief, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really interesting. He said that he, and I don't know if it's true or not, but that he brings people together to solve conflicts. Bernie is lucky in the sense that it is cool to like Bernie Sanders. It was cool to like Bernie Sanders because he was the anti-Hillary Clinton. She was the establishment figure, so he was the one that— He was, like, anti-establishment. Yeah. Bernie has not faced a barrage of criticism all centered on him from the Republican Party. Right. He hasn't. No. Why not? Because they've never seen him as a threat. They did. They wanted him to win the nomination in Because they knew he would lose. Because at that time, people really thought that Hillary Clinton could win. going to win. That makes sense. I mean, they were wrong. So maybe they were wrong about Bernie losing, too. Right. But, I mean, I don't think they were wrong about that. But all... Bernie's popularity relies on young people voting. Right. Young Which people. Which didn't happen for him the first time. No. The amount of people that said they supported him, that was not reflected in the amount of people that voted for him. Correct. Because it's all young people. Because it's all young people. And young people don't vote. I think they made this time. Not in the primary. Not in the primary. They'll vote, and hopefully they'll vote in November. But in the primary, where he needs them, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's – it's, like, not cool to not vote. It's – It was never cool to not vote. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of people just didn't vote. No. Because oh. a lot of people, like, don't understand the process. A lot of people don't think that their vote matters, so they just don't do it. But, like, I don't think that that's okay anymore, especially, like, I think with, like, 35-year-olds and younger, Mm -hmm. like, our generation, I don't think it's – no one is going to allow their friends to not go vote. It's – voting is weird. And, I mean, we had 55% turnout in 2016, right? 55%. 45% of the country did not show up to vote. That's nuts. That's like half. That's like half the country. Yeah. I'd, I think it'll be lower this year. I don't think it'll be like an insanely lower percentage, but I I would place my bets that it will be lower. I bet it would be like 38% don't vote instead of 45. I could see that because if you look at 2018, okay, so we're going to look at some midterm elections here really quick. So while you're doing that, um, Tulsi Gabbard was not there. Michael Bloomberg wasn't there. Andrew Yang wasn't there. Like, so there's people that are still running for president that are not at the debates. Mm-hmm. So what is that about? Because they didn't qualify. So you can still run, but you don't even have to go to a debate. You want to go to a debate. Right. But right. no, you don't have to. You don't have to. No. So – Midterm elections, okay? 2014, Obama was still president, okay? 
Democrats had a huge loss at least. They gained nine seats in the Senate mm-hmm. and 13 seats in Congress or in the House of Representatives. Right. Turnout was 36.4%. Okay. So you look at the midterm election in 2018 when Trump is president. Republicans gained two seats. The Democrats, however, instead of losing 13 seats in the House of Representatives, they gained 41. Wow. And turnout. So. Turnout went from 36.7 in the last midterm to 60%. So 14 point jump Mm -hmm. in turnout. I think we could see that again. Yeah. I think that would happen. It's crazy. So vote for whoever. Um, one of the big <clears throat> things that occurred during the debate was the whole interaction between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders about could a woman be president? Yeah, that was stupid. What so, was that about? <clears throat> So, for whatever reason, the story came out that Bernie Sanders told Elizabeth Warren that he didn't think a woman could beat Donald Trump, that they had this conversation. The story came out. I don't know where, who, whatever. Right. Bernie denies it. He said, I didn't say that. Elizabeth Warren says, yes, you did. Yeah, you did say that to me. I bet he said it. I mean, I bet you he did, too. But I don't think he... Meant it in the context. I don't think he meant it, it in a way that was supposed to come across as like a woman couldn't be president. president. He just said a woman in was not going to be Donald Trump. Yeah, which I think is a fair assessment to make because that's exactly what happened. Sort of, because she still won the popular vote. She still won the popular vote, but there was you cannot deny the sexism that happened in 2016. You mm-hmm. can't. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. But Hillary had her own problems. Right, she brought like a lot of issues on herself. She brought like ninety, like ninety percent of the issues were all self brought from Hillary Clinton. She was a flawed candidate. Yeah, and it makes me sad, and I would still fucking vote for her every day for the rest of my life. But as a candidate, she was flawed. Right, and, and it showed in the and end. it showed in the end. Karma, I guess. You can't be a bad person. Right, I get. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. So, what was the point of that argument? What. So then they segued into, okay, so do you think a woman could be president? Yeah, and they all say yes. So I don't know, like, what. But it was a really good moment for Elizabeth Warren, especially. Well, because she got to highlight, like, some of hers and Amy's achievements. They were the only two women up there. Yeah, she said in 30 years, 10 elections have been lost between these men. Yeah. And her and I haven't lost any. Her and I haven't lost any. Why is that, though? Why does it apply to their current positions but not to, like, the presidency? What do you mean? Like, they haven't lost an election. Mm -hmm. But, like, why have we not had a woman president? Because we've never really had a woman... Run. With resources. Because we've had women run before. Michelle Bachman ran in 2011. I don't remember her. She ran in the primary. She didn't make it very far. But she was a kook. I don't remember that um, at all, but I wasn't really following politics at that time. Shirley Chisholm, she was one of the, I think it was Shirley Chisholm. Yeah, so side note on Shirley Chisholm, just so y'all know, she was the first black woman elected to 
Congress and the first black or white woman to run for president of the United States. Wow. From a major party nomination. What year? 1972. Oh, wow. I didn't know that that had occurred all the way back then. Think about a black woman running for Congress in 1968. I just want you guys to think about that for a second. That's a bad bitch. Yeah. That's 1968 is like when the civil rights movement was happening. Yeah. And she was in Congress. How does that work? I don't I really don't understand our nation's history at all. Uh, Well, she was from New York. So in Alabama, they were still tear gassing people. But in New York, you could run for Congress. Yeah. That's literally what happened. Yeah. That's absurd to me. I know our country makes no sense. It makes zero sense. Zero. Um, they talked a lot about foreign policy. They spent a really long time on foreign policy. Yeah, just because of everything that happened with uh, Iran. Right. At the forefront of everybody's mind. Well, and I think it's very important, so I am glad that they spent that amount of time on it. But I think, and I wrote down theory versus practice. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, like, really easy to come up with all these solutions and all of these, like, quick answers on, like, how you're going to be the best and how you're going to do this and that. Until you get in. And Until you-, you get in there. And then what you say on stage may not even apply. Yeah, because it's, like, so surprised. This is actually what's happening over here. <laughs> right. It's kind of like when you're at work and you're, like, training for something. Then mm-hmm. as soon as your supervisor walks away, it's, like, like something fucking off the wall ha- happens. Yep. And it's, like. We didn't train for this. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the same thing. So I know foreign policy is super important because a lot of it deals with like our relationships with other countries. I mean, it is solely our relationship with other countries. Yeah. And that's incredibly vital. One, so we don't end up going to fucking war and everyone's like trying to bomb us. <laughs> but then also like we get stuff from other places. We get food from other places like our clothes. Our cl- Yeah. We need to have those relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think Trump has destroyed a lot of them. Not necessarily destroyed, just strained. Right. But we can come back from that. Exactly. It's like we have a bad boyfriend right now. Like (laughs) we're We're in a toxic relationship. We're in a toxic relationship right now, but we're working on ourselves. And then like as soon as he gets a job and moves out, like it'll be fine. Yep. I'm good with that. Yeah. We broke up with Obama and we, our rebound guy just. Yeah. He was toxic. He was toxic. Of course, they covered Medicare for all. I don't think we really need to discuss that because we've talked about that so many times. I know. it's We're like the debates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's why we haven't recorded in two months because it's. It's really just the same thing happening yeah. and it's the same thing being said. Tom Steyer suggested that we needed an outside perspective as far as like why he would be best prepared for commander in chief. Yeah. Donald Trump also said that. I hate that fucking argument. I hate, I hate, I hate the outsider argument. Yes, I agree. Because that I'm not gonna makes hire, us look like hypocrites. Well, no, I'm not going to hire a psychiatrist to do my heart surgery. Right. So I'm not going to hire someone that's never been fucking elected to office to run the highest elected office. Right. Except, well, no, Michael Bloomberg was mayor of New York City because I would totally vote for him. Because I'm also a hypocrite. So you think that being a mayor... Well, he's mayor of New York City. He's right. mayor of the center of the world. But that's, now. like, different. Being the mayor of New York City is, like, totally different. It's different than being the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Right. Which Amy has suggested that, like, 
her Senate experience being more valuable than Buttigieg's military experience and his mayoral experience. Well, his mayoral experience isn't really anything. He's mayor of South Indiana. It's not. Right. I don't feel like he's getting, like, a lot of, like, on-the-job training for president in South Indiana. Yeah, no. Um, Do you think that her Senate experience trumps his military experience? I'm not sure. Because I'm not familiar with what his mil- what he did with the military. Well, he went on tour. I know he went on tour, but I don't know what he did. Christina Aguilera went on tour. Is she ready to be fucking president of the United States? I, she went on a different type of tour. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different type of tour. <laughs> the Monster Ball Tour starring Pete Buttigieg. The- <laughs> you know he went to that show. Oh, yeah. So you know I. who didn't go to that show? Us. Chelsea and I were supposed to go. No, you were supposed to go, Joanne. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we didn't fucking go to that either. <laughs> no, but that was her fault. Yeah, but like it wasn't. We supported her through that. We did, but like at the same time, like you sacrificed for your friends. I did. <laughs> go to Lady Gaga or Chelsea still date Brent? Chelsea could have dated Brent for like a couple more weeks until the tickets were in hand. And then, and then, like, she could have, like, started severing ties. Okay. Anything notable you want to talk about the debate before we close this shit up? No, because the debate didn't matter. It mattered, but it didn't. No, it really didn't. It didn't. That debate didn't change anybody's opinion. The candidates knew that, which is why they were super low energy. I didn't hear them argue about guns. No. Which I was that's like one of those issues that keeps popping up it's like healthcare, immigration guns guns where's eric swalwell pussy money weed would you like to start the rose ceremony i would like to start to start the rose ceremony okay okay so i am giving the rose to miss amy klobuchar okay why because i am standing her perseverance she has not moved at fucking anywhere in the polls and her eyebrows were like on point. Yeah, she was. She had that like at this debate. Yeah, like somebody drew her eyebrows on like super aggressive. Yeah, she was like not fucking around. No, she like had that like I'm ready to come in fucking. And she looked phenomenal. Yeah, she did. I was hoping someone. No one has worn a red power suit yet, so I've been waiting for it, and she did. Yeah. And I honestly, if she made it to the ballot in Texas. I would vote for her. I would vote for I've her. I said that from the beginning. I would vote for her over Joe Biden. I, I would. S- I said that from the beginning that I would vote for her because she, her and Pete are the only ones that are for the public option. Yep. As far as healthcare. And so is Joe. And Joe. Right. So. One of those three. But Joe's a given. Like, we already think he's going to win anyway. Yeah. But, like, I would I would absolutely vote for Amy. I've, yeah. I would, too. I've enjoyed her, her presence at every debate that we've watched. Yeah. I like sure. her. Good choice. I Good do. Choice. Even though I make fun of her quips and shit, like, I... She's still, she can get it. She can get it. I've always been a big fan of hers ever since she got elected to the Senate. So I stan you, Amy. I like that. Who are you sending home? Michael Bennett and John Delaney. <laughs> Two people. Yeah, because I don't, I didn't know that they were still fucking in the race. Like, what are they doing? Who, yeah, like, they weren't at the debates. No. If you're not at the debate, then you don't need to be then running. Then you're canceled, Telsey Cabard. Yeah. If you're not at the debate, then you don't need to be running because, like, we're not going to hear from you. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about them. No. So they're right canceled. Now. I'm giving my rose to Meghan Markle. Okay. 
and I forgot to talk about this and like the notable things that have happened in the last couple months, but like the whole shit with her and Harry mm-hmm. leaving blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not sure of the motivations behind it. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks that he's doing it because he wants to protect his family. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely convinced, but I'm not going to go into that right now. Yeah. But like I applaud her for like getting her ass overseas. <laughs> Marrying the fucking prince. And then bringing him back to the U.S. And then back to the U.S. You want to know? Okay, here's what I think she said. Mm-hmm. I think she said, fuck this. I'm taking my son and I'm going back to the United States. You're welcome to come with us or not. Probably. I think that's exactly what she said. I think so, too. And I think he was like, okay. Right. And then uh. he went. That's what I think happened. Yep. I'm sending home Harvey Weinstein. For, like, a multitude of reasons, this is another thing we didn't discuss in the beginning of our podcast was that the trials have been going on this week in New York. Okay. He is walking into the trial and sitting in this trial with a walker. He's Yeah, he's had the walker for a while. Yes. But you see all the pictures and you see him bent over the walker. Yeah. It's like the same shit with Keisha Knight Pullman walking into trial with Bill Cosby, like, carrying him in on her back, like... No. Did she do that? No, she walked in with him, like, on, on, like, arm in arm. Oh, God. Yeah. Just, like, no. Stockholm Syndrome. Nothing anybody could do would make me feel bad for Harvey Weinstein in any regard. No. Not that, it's not that they're trying to make us feel bad for him. It's just that they're trying to really garner that, like, poor old man. Well, that's what his, I'm sure his attorneys were like, here, here's your, uh. Here's your rapist with the walker and the tennis balls. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the angle they're going which I think is cheap. Um, I don't think he stands a very good chance either way, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't think so. Just, I think given how much we know, mm-hmm. especially with Ronan Farrow's book that came out, like the amount of reporting he's done. Yeah. There's no way a judge can get away with letting him off. I yep. mean, you'd be surprised. Yeah. But like, I think it's just, it's gone too far at this point. It would be irresponsible. There's no way he could, his money can't get him out of this. I don't think anyway. Right. But we'll see. That's all I got. That's all we got. Thank you for listening. Pick us. Choose us. Love us. Good night.